Welcome to the Boston Knotlight. We're Nina Fister and Lauren Gill, co-founders of MagPR, a local boutique agency helping emerging brands and influencers gain exposure, build community, and achieve growth through public relations efforts. Each month, our Boston Knotlight podcast features candid interviews with local women entrepreneurs who are making it happen. Our guest today is Megan Hayes, co-founder of Everybody Water. Megan will share their story on behalf of co-founder Kimberly Riley in building Everybody Water, plus insight into how they're growing a following of individuals and businesses alike who are passionate about their social impact mission. Megan has professional experience in serving industry-leading companies, specializing in talent management, budgets, and operations. Megan lived in Switzerland, France, Thailand, Egypt, and Seattle before pursuing her bachelor's degree in English and political science. Megan also studied at the American University of Paris and spent 20 years as a recruiting manager for companies like Microsoft and Digitas in Seattle, Germany, and New York City. After relocating to Cohasset, Megan shifted her attention to Everybody Water, where she applies her consulting skills to secure business partnerships and also manages strategy and operations. Between traveling for clean water projects and spending time with her husband, daughters, and their Bernese mountain dog, Lexi, Megan also serves as a mentor for Empower Her, a nonprofit organization that provides support for girls who have lost their mothers at an early age. So Megan, thank you so much for being here. I'm sure anyone who's following us knows that you're a beloved client of ours, so we're really excited to have you on the show today. Um, Today we want to obviously explore the community you're building around your really amazing social impact mission, but before we get into that, can you just share with the audience the story behind the formation of Everybody Water? You bet. And Nina, thanks for having us on. It's helpful to share the story behind what we're passionate about with others. So Everybody Water started with the social mission, not the water. So Kim and myself were both looking to do something that was bigger and gave back in a big way. And specifically to women and girls, because we have girls for one thing, and because of my experience growing up overseas, what was the thing holding back women and girls? And we thought it would be education. When we looked into it, it was water. And at that point, we were blown away that something that is our everyday was holding back a fifth of the population. So from there, it was like, how do we change this? And lots of ideas came through. And at the end, it was something simple. It was water for water. But we had no CPG experience, no experience in the water space. This was completely new to us. So we spent a couple of years researching and then a year full board behind the scenes preparing to launch Everybody Water. Um, And we launched in January. And our focus, really, we lead with giving back to women and girls. That's our primary. And then, of course, the carton's a given. um, And we really have grassroots growth at this point. But it's been an amazing ride. And I think because we tie it into women and girls, people really want to give back in a big way and see that globally they can make a difference in a small way by something they do every day anyway. Can you quickly share for those who don't know who you guys are or what you do yet, um, just a little bit more about what the clean water projects entail? I think that's really important to, to get into as well. Yes, of course. So we partner with Water First International. And prior to doing so, we did extensive research with other nonprofits in the water space. And in In doing that, we discovered that a lot we're putting pumps in a village. 
which absolutely brings clean water and solves some health issues, but it doesn't change the lives for women and girls because they're still standing in line for water. So we looked hard and we found Water First and they really set the gold standard. And we're hoping other nonprofits will follow this because this is this is truly a solution, not just a band-aid on, a, on the short term. So what Water First offers and for all the communities they work with, they bring in a sink, a shower, and a toilet. And also the funds and the ability to maintain those projects. So they've done almost 3,000 projects now. Not one has failed. Um, and to us, that is what we wanted because now women and girls don't have to stand in line. They have running water in their homes. It's, it's life-changing for them. It's also safer for them. So they have this tremendous opportunity to go to school, to earn an income, to, to really take their lives to the next step. Mm-hmm. And that's why we chose Water First. That's great. Um, Well, thanks for that background. So jumping into the entrepreneurship side of things, I know you and I were just laughing a little bit here before the the session started, but can you share one major challenge to date that you and or you and Kim together have experienced and managed to overcome as an entrepreneur? I think the biggest, it's the biggest surprise for us, which was all the permitting and legality behind water. We knew there would be some, but this is on a state-by-state level. And there's two parts, which is permits for selling water, but also permits for giving back. And that we uncovered, and we were just blown away by the bureaucracy of it all. Fortunately, through the channels that we built up, we found somebody who's an expert in this. Actually, two, one who helps with the permits and one helps with the giving back permits. Are they attorneys? Uh, These two aren't attorneys, but we had attorneys working with us to get this far. They're more the tactical part of it because every state does something different. And we got these forms and we're like, how in the world? And this is where being an entrepreneur and really not knowing a space uh, is hugely advantageous because you you don't know what you don't know. You get into it. You're like, I've gone this far. I've traveled to Honduras. I've met Gloria, who doesn't have clean running water. I'll get over the permit situation. We'll figure it out. So I think that was our biggest stumbling block initially, which we overcame pretty quickly. That's that's great. And and I think you're right. I think once you get into it, you just dive head first. You don't I mean, you obviously try and have some sort of business plan, but there's always roadblocks that come up that you just figure out how to jump over in real time, which it's very frightening yeah. sometimes <laughs> and about, very funny to laugh at later. Right. It's all about <laughs> being able to pivot. And I think, you know, Nina and I were talking about this earlier. Having a partner in this venture is has been critical. We can pick up for one another. We can brainstorm ideas. And that we are so grateful for. That's awesome. So with regards to your social impact mission... What are some marketing tactics that you and your team are leveraging to help consumers really fully understand the global water crisis at large and do their part to really want to drive measurable change and act on it? Right. I mean, with all our customers, we lead with we're giving back to clean water. And sometimes that surprises them because they see the carton, which is the same shape as like coconut water that you get it in. And they assume that that's why we launched Everybody Water. So there's a little bit of that education. We also filmed when we were in Honduras, and we have this video. And it's two and a half minutes long, and it tells our story. And each time we play that, 
it's done for us from a marketing standpoint. And once they're on board, the, the customers, they really are all in. And that's what we're looking for. We're looking for partners who are all in, who want to change lives with clean water and want to support this mission and be part of everybody water. So we've launched We're With Everybody, um, and those are for exclusive partners who have chosen just to serve everybody water to their clientele. And um, it's been going very well, and we hope that it continues because the having that focused effort is what's going to make a real difference. And having this community behind us has been tremendous. I think when you build something at the grassroots, marketing takes on a different comes from a different angle. You're building it with that community. So those community members are speaking out. They're the ones who are helping bring the press to you. They're the ones who are making the introductions that help you out. So it's a very different type of marketing play when you kick it off at the grassroots level, which I highly recommend. And it's easy to get sucked into going national. Um, but we've learned from other entrepreneurs not to you know, follow those shiny objects, to stay laser focused, do it extremely well. And then once that is running well, build out. That's great advice. And it's also a really good segue into my next question. So um, how are you and Kim really planning to scale the Everybody Water brand and impact program you know, over the next few years? We're looking to scale locally, so building out Massachusetts more as well as New England, but also building out in markets with large volume and with clientele that are drawn to give back models and drawn to causes for women and girls. So working with companies to provide their water at a corporate level and maybe a woman-owned business. It could be you know local hotels, boutique hotels, um, right now, we're talking to an, a company that supplies all the office supplies. So looking at non-traditional routes, as well as building up in key communities that are already focused on giving back to other causes and already hyper-focused on the carton and also committed to local and women-owned. So we're very niche in what we choose so the number one is we pick and choose the markets that we go off to in our lo- after in our local territories to build it out at the local level. So with quick, healthy quick serves, gyms, et cetera. And then the second part, which is really where what's growing us, is the hotels, you know, transportation companies, um, you know, large scale gyms. There's just so many avenues where you can have water and really focus in on those as well. That's great. So I think, like you just said, really wrapping that up would be laser focus on, from a sales perspective and also um, the grassroots, once again, the grassroots approach. And I think it's important for everyone to know, too, it's not just you can actually get everybody water right off the website as a consumer, too. Yeah. Right? So it's it's available by case um, or subscription even online. So you do have the e-commerce play. But I know, obviously, from a scalability standpoint, the channel distribution is the bigger picture as well. Yeah, we do that purposely because, you know, we meet people from all over who want our product, but they not may not be there or they want it in their offices. And that way they can just have it shipped to them monthly or every other week and get to be part of everybody until we can get to their community. That's great. Well, now we get to move into rapid fire questions. So these okay. are silly. They're fun. Nothing um, that's going to penetrate your soul or anything right. like that. Um, so I'm just going to hit you with like three to four 
quick questions just so people can get to know you a little bit better, and I want you to answer as quickly as you can. All okay. Right? So what's your favorite ice cream flavor? Um, mud pie. One thing on your bucket list? To travel around the world. Somebody that you have looked up to for much of your life? My grandmother. First business mentor? Judy Jackson. Boom. Nailed it. That was, that was quick. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, since our time is almost up, um, we always ask our guests to just leave us with one final piece of advice for any new women entrepreneurs, really any entrepreneur out there who's just getting started. It's one piece of advice you might impart. I always say the same thing, which is you have to believe at what you're doing at your core. And that means at 3 a.m. when you're waking up all stressed that you know that what you're doing is right and you just keep going. If there's any doubt in what you're doing, I think that's where entrepreneurs give up and quit and just lose momentum. So finding that thing at your core and when you find something with a give back model, it makes it a lot easier. And we hope a lot of entrepreneurs do that. So for us, having the give back and having changing the lives for women and girls during those tough times, we are drawn to that. And we remember our trips to Honduras and Bangladesh and all the women we met. And we get through those moments. So that would be my one thing is find what you're passionate at your core. And that'll help drive you through the hard times and the good times. <laughs> well, thank you again so much for your time. This has been wonderful. For anybody looking to get in touch or involved with Everybody Water, um, you can visit them online at www.everybodywater.com and also on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter too, I think, right? Not Twitter, Not but Twitter. all the others. All yeah. the others. Um, yeah. And your handle is at Everybody Water. Yes. And we'd love to hear from you. Nina, thank you so much for having us. My pleasure.